0: Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we are talking about worldview, but in a little bit different spin, we're talking about compassionate conviction. The importance, obviously, of having convictions, beliefs, uh, how we interpret what is good, true and beautiful, but doing that in a manner that is compassionate and humble. So, we hope this is helpful and thanks for listening. Austin, what's
1: up? Not much. It's It is a day. I forget what day of the week it is, but it's so far so good. It's Tuesday. Even though I forgot.
0: Yeah, we've recently talked about worldview, which was talking about our beliefs and building a strong core and how that starts with really clarifying what we believe. But today I want to talk about a twist on that. Um, This idea of having compassionate convictions. Um. So, I wrote down a couple thoughts, but to start, when we're talking about conviction, we're talking about like belief. We're talking about the things that move us, the things that drive us to make decisions, the things that lead us to tell people that's right or that's wrong or that's good or that's bad or that's evil or that's goodness. Um, Each of us have different convictions. Um, Some people, their convictions conflict. They contradict, they cause tension. We we we're all aware of this. And even within Christianity, like even within the church, even within um, you know, that there's there's conflicting beliefs. There's and every and everybody says like they're right. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that to a degree, because I mean, any belief you hold, like you <laughs> by definition, if you're convicted by it, like you believe it's right. But I want to talk a little bit about compassionate, um, and I'm I'm sure I'm not the first person that's come come up with this, but one of my values personally is compassion. And just thinking about compassionate conviction, which, you know, I haven't spent a lot of time thinking through this, but when I I imagine what that looks like, it's like, yes, it's good to have strong conviction. Like, we're not saying don't do that. But to put compassion in front of it, I think, I think what, where I'm trying to go with that is just the idea that in order to live in a society where you have conflicting convictions, but you can also show one another, like you can exist, you can coexist with others that have different beliefs than you. Um, there has to be, I think, some compassion. And what that means is, you know, what, what that could look like is just that we can, we can, agree to disagree at times. We can, um, we can respect someone else's, we can give them space, you know, for their beliefs that might be different than ours without having to demonize them or, you know, a a popular word nowadays, cancel them, if you will. Um, we can give others space to have differing views without having to judge or condemn. And and also without having to necessarily affirm them either. Like we don't have to say, oh, that's right and good too, just like mine. We could say, no, I don't agree with that, but still show them respect. So that's kind of what I mean when I say compassionate conviction. It's almost like compassionate conviction is a way to 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 have your convictions and hold them in humility. I've heard some people say it that way. Um, so I don't know, before, before I riff further, because I've written down some notes here, like what? I don't know, does this stir up anything in you? Um,
1: I think if we were to say, because I know that we talked about legalism uh, a minute ago, I would say compassionate conviction is a good definition of the reverse. So, if legalism is like, I'm rigid in this, a compassionate conviction, having compassionate conviction is a way to say, I believe deeply in this worldview, but I am also able to stand in the, like, the confidence that just because I have this worldview doesn't mean that I'm going to be rocked to my core if someone doesn't share it with me. And because I'm okay with that, and I'm, and I'm, mature enough to understand that someone's going to have a different opinion that doesn't mean that it jeopardizes mine or that it de- or it like delegitimizes what i believe so if it's, it and it becomes really difficult to have that when we're, when we're talking about someone we care about or a group of people we care for so it'd be one thing to say like someone i don't know doesn't believe the same thing I do. But if it's like my child or a sibling or my spouse or a really good friend believes very differently, almost contrary or like against what I, a belief statement I have, am I able to hold that and it not terrify me? Does it, does it uh, call into question what I believe? So having that compassion it is my is what I'm convicted about. Does it does it make me show compassion to others, or does it make me show anger and fear, um, even rejection towards others? And I would say, like, there's a uh, my um, one of my oldest daughter and I talk about this a lot. If your faith makes you hate someone, you're doing it wrong. And that's what I would say this compassionate conviction is. Because if, if your faith in Jesus makes you hate someone, you're doing it wrong. And that's what I would say kind of, that's, that's the first thing that came to mind when you said compassionate conviction. I was just like, ah, oh, that, that's, that's a very good statement that fits this.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part two in our conversation. We'll see you then.